we're gonna keep it. This episode of the Pursuit of Happiness podcast is brought to you in partnership with Cold Candy. Cold Candy, K-O-L-D-K-A-N-D-I, is a hip-hop group stationed out of Decatur, Illinois. I'm friends with one of the rap group members. He's a student here at UIS as well. And I'll tell you, they are proud supporters of the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. And it's a great group to listen to, especially if you want to listen to some up-and-comers in the hip-hop industry. I will tell you, they have just released their new EP, Sweet Tooth, this year. It's available on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Music, Play Music, Deezer, and iHeartRadio, just to name a few of the places that you could listen to it. I'd recommend it, especially if you want to listen to something fresh. And now, after this, on to the episode. And we're back. Hello everyone, and welcome back to the Pursuit of Happiness podcast. I am your host, Jackson Dale Canope, the one and only. I am sorry for the hiatus, but uh, needless to say, some things have changed since the last update. Um, If I remember correctly, the last post of something I sent out was around the time of just whenever the pandemic started. The last episode was with Jay Rose, and that was a fairly good episode. But now, it seems to be five or six months later, life has changed, as it does, and we're here. Needless to say, that's a pretty long hiatus, and uh, a lot of things have happened for myself personally in that period of time. Now, we'll talk about some things here and there, and I don't want to be too sad, but this might be a little bit more serious than usual, but... It's just been a little bit of a struggle, but through all struggle, there's at least a little bit of silver lining in the sense of we all get out of the struggle eventually. But just to start, yesterday was the three-year anniversary of this podcast, and I wanted to upload it yesterday, but I couldn't really bring myself to do it. I've been having a hard time finding the words to say just because of it's difficult whenever you don't want to do anything. It's difficult when you feel like you don't have anything good to say, to just say things. I know many people know me as a goofy individual, likes to have fun, and I do. I, I do enjoy that for a very large portion of my life and time. I really like to just goof off and have fun and be with the people I love and care about. But I did try to upload a podcast in the middle of the summertime whenever I started working on campus at my college again. But uh, I sat outside for a long time trying to find the words to say, trying to find the inspiration, if you will. And uh, I couldn't do it. I sat there for two, three hours sitting a pretty nice location. It wasn't like I had any distractions. And I just felt utterly lost. And uh, I think that's okay. I think that's a very human thing of me to do. Just because in my heart I want to be able to entertain people. But in my heart I also know that I will have shortcomings. And I experienced a few of those over the last however many months but 
before we get into the summer and all that fun stuff, I kind of wanted to go back and look at the things that inspired me to do what I'm doing now. And I don't have any real big inspirational anniversary post to make just because not much happened this last year. I did start turning those puppies out pretty good, but then the pandemic happened, obviously, and kind of got lost again. But a lot of people usually ask me why I do this. Does this make me happy? Is it just for me to get experience in doing mass media stuff? But uh, I used to want to be a politician, and I used to want to do a show like this, but I was more political. But I don't like making divisive comments. I don't like polarizing people, at least unless I have to. And so just to give you kind of tidbits of what I wanted and what I want to do in the future, I'm just going to name a couple of things that you might want to look at, something that you might be interested Some of these things did not age the best, but whenever I was a younger individual and now, they still mean a lot to me. Uh, The person that I always wanted to model my career after, his name was John Stewart. He's still alive. I don't know why I said his his name was. (laughs) Yikes. But uh, he is still a movie producer right now. I do believe he just released a movie probably about a month or two ago. But he was the not original host but probably the main host of the show, The Daily Show, on Comedy Central for many, many years. And I do like Trevor Noah. I think he's a funny individual, but Jon Stewart was somebody that I aspire to be. And I like to think I still do. He is intellectual, he's funny, and he's also very compassionate. If you want to, and you don't even have to particularly understand politics, but... uh, if you want to look at some of the things that he did outside of his show that isn't necessarily stand-up, but is more or less just him talking about what he believes in, I highly recommend you watching the Crossfire interview that he was on. It was a very long time ago, in the sense of I think it was in the early 2000s. And it's funny still today. He made fun of Tucker Carlson pretty good, and depending on how you feel about Tucker Carlson, you'll either really like it or you'll hopefully still laugh. But that is, and also his hour-long debate with Bill O'Reilly was something I have fancied to watch on more than one occasion. And obviously Bill O'Reilly didn't age the best either. Uh, Another person that always meant a lot to me and also to my family, and he was a comedian, was Robin Williams. And one of my favorite stand-up specials that I've ever heard was, uh, I believe it was just called Robin Williams' The Night at the Met. I would highly recommend watching or listening to that if you can. That gives you a little bit more insight. And whenever I first came to college, I wanted to be a political science major. I wanted to go into politics. I wanted to make the world a better place. I wanted to do all this stuff that people in political science usually say they want to do. And to be honest, I think if you set your mind to anything, you can really do it. That's just once I got there in the college and started taking the courses, and I'm still a political science minor now, I'm not terribly passionate about arguing about goofy things with people. And obviously, goofy is a strong word, but. And I'm still very young, so take what I say with a grain of salt. But whenever I look at the arguments that I see in life, I think it's more of just we're all human beings. And anymore, 
the way we start to despise people that have different political beliefs, it's a shame. And I won't name names or groups or individuals or anything of that nature as the moment. But uh, I think it is very easy to start to objectify people whenever they're assigned to a group. Because you think about the group, not the person. And I just hope that you understand that everybody that you come in contact with, even that you may disagree with, they're still very human. They have the same problems that you do, maybe even worse, maybe not as much. But they still experience problems, life, and all the tragedies and comedies that come with it. So I think that's why I don't find myself as interested in politics. Whenever there's a presidential election cycle, obviously I think everybody just gets a little bit more interested. But I do think it's important, even though I think everybody has in their mind the idea of, oh, I believe these things because I think they're the morally right thing to do, and the people on the other side are doing the morally wrong thing. And I've said this before on this podcast, but please be mindful of the fact that the people on the other side do think they're doing the morally right thing to either protect themselves or protect the people that they care about. And I think that goes for every group that you can think of or every person that you think of, unless they're a sociopath. And if that's the case, I don't think I'd want to be associated with them anyway. But anyway, that was a long-winded explanation for just me saying that whenever I wanted to come to college, I wanted Hell, I haven't thought about being the president if I could. I, I already had things planned out. I knew what I was going to do. I had policies, all that jibber-jabber, all that crazy stuff. And in theory, I don't think I would have done anything irrational and the ability to try to achieve my goals. But I understand that I don't want to be a person that always has to argue or I guess make people upset in a career path or my life purpose so that's why I wanted to try to do entertainment and hopefully one day I will get there because I think it's a lot better to make somebody laugh about something that they might be passionate about or care about or might be upset about any of those things rather than try to argue or defend points based upon what you think is best I'd rather just make people happy short term going to long term than make people feel miserable for that point A to point B experience because I do think you can go from point A to point B without feeling miserable I'm not going to be saying it's going to be walking through a field of daisies the entire time but if we were all a little bit more compassionate I imagine that would be a little bit easier but enough of the kumbaya stuff. We'll work on that at a later date. I'll put a pin in that puppy and circle back. But comedy in general is something that I really started to enjoy whenever I was about a teenager. Uh, and I don't think it is very unusual for any testosterone-fueled teenage boy to start getting into mixed martial arts, comedy, stuff like that towards their end of adolescence into young adulthood from my understanding because I meet a lot of people that would talk to me about Joe Rogan's podcast like fighting and I just found it interesting to see that many people 
have similar interests, but we all go about it the different ways that we do. But comedy in general, ever since I was probably about 14 or 15, I would try to watch as many comedy specials as I could, listen to comedy albums, listen to comedians and their podcasts to see what their field was like, just because they've always interested me. And uh, the very first podcast and comedian I listened to was Mark Marin. And uh, I'd say many people might even call him a beta male. And there's nothing wrong with that, but he's not the most machismo man I've ever listened to. But he was a pretty cool guy, and he had some very interesting guests on in his podcasting career. He had Barack Obama on while he was the president of the United States, which was pretty crazy. James Taylor, John Prine, just some of the stuff that I've listened to personally, outside of just other comedians that he's interviewed. And Joe Rogan, obviously, and there's there and some more, but... The basis of what I began to start to look at to see if I can emulate was that. And I've always liked music, and I'll listen to musicians, or I will watch YouTube videos of musicians talking about music or guitar or stuff like that. And the stuff that I've been passionate about, most of the things that I have seemed to be drawn to have been more geared towards entertainment in general. So that is what kind of the purpose of doing this was, was try to hopefully make people feel better doing this podcast and hopefully try to make the world a little bit better of a place. And if we're being completely honest with everybody that's listening to this podcast, and hopefully people from the past have come back from the past and are now here with me in the present, but I don't reach the biggest audience, and that's fine every place has its start but I am very happy to know that I think I have made an impact on at least a select few of individuals and I don't know if you're listening to me while you're running around cooking watching something no, you wouldn't, it'd be hard to listen and watch something at the same time playing a game whatever you're doing driving if you're listening to me hello I hope you're doing well there's a good chance you know me I, there's a good chance I miss you. Wow. How are the wife and kids? No, just kidding. Probably don't have wife and kids. Or husband and kids. I'm not here to judge. I do have a little bit of a female following. But uh, anyway, I hope you are doing well. You should text me sometime. Or if you text me and I didn't respond that fast, I'm sorry. It's just uh, this summer has been a little daunting. But... Uh, and the only other thing, and I started writing things down, by the way, just because it's been so hard for me to get my my thoughts from my heart to my brain to my mouth hole. I've started to have a little bit of a blueprint of how I'm going to do this. And it's not that I have like a script. It's more or less just like a word. For example, that whole political aspirations rant I went on. I had it summarized with political stuff, so it was very profound. But um, the last group of people, or it's more of a duo, and a lot of people who have been on the internet have at least heard of these individuals, uh, Rhett and Link. I've been watching them since I was probably about in middle school. Maybe, yeah, middle school. And now that I'm older, I can appreciate what they do more in the sense of entertainment, not in the sense of, oh, I just like to watch their stuff, but as a brand, their company, and who they are, 
that is something that is pretty impressive, especially for two guys from North Carolina that didn't think they were going to do anything like that, and now they're living in Los Angeles, and they're probably one of the most popular YouTube channels ever to be around. But, And they have a model not based on being a niche market of people, but they want to be generally appealing to everybody, but also still be entertaining. And hot dang it, is that hard to do? Because most of you right now listening are either from about 14 to 27, and my sister and my parents, that's about it, and my grandmother sometimes. But long story short, my demographic isn't the broadest, and that is completely fine. I can't imagine that me being a 20-year-old white kid from Southern Illinois that talks about just knick-knack, paddywhack, things is going to be appealing to everybody, but I think it's a pretty dang good start. Mm. But we're going to talk about the summer briefly, just because that, it, it did be a bummer, and I don't want to waste too much time talking about sad things, but um, and I won't get into humongous depth, but I decided to tough it out here in Springfield over the summer, for better or for worse. And I had to pay for a lot of things. Being a big kid is expensive. And I wouldn't even call myself a big kid yet. But uh, the donating plasma, the digging ditches for money, the paying rent that I used to never pay because I had scholarship and I didn't have to worry about money. There were times where I was walking around with cents in my bank account since probably more like in debt because my credit card was charged a couple times too let's just be honest but i think i have appreciation more now for how hard it is to come by money and uh living in springfield and trying to work remotely and then also in person it was just it was difficult and I have a newfound appreciation for a lot of things that I didn't think I would because I already thought, hey, I appreciate these fairly. I would think that I don't need to appreciate it anymore. But I was wrong, and that's okay. People make mistakes. I am very human. I am very much not perfect in any way, shape, or form. I just try to make the world a little better day by day. But now I'm back on campus with my friends, I get to see everybody socially distanced with the mask. And it is so much better than what it was this summer. I would never... Like, I have life experience. I'm going to probably remember it fondly in the future. But it was something that I would not want to do again. And my plasma donating days are behind me, I would hope. That was just a really not fun time. I would never recommend doing it unless you have to. And even if you have to, I would not recommend doing it. Maybe it would be better if there was uh, somebody that drew my blood that was a little more trained. The guy that drew mine was a SoundCloud rapper. And his name is Vince. I think his SoundCloud is Vince the Church. And if you want to listen to him, I'm sure he's a pretty cool guy. And I, I kind of miss him. He was always nice to me 
whenever I got my speeding ticket, he was like, I know where you got it at. And he told me, I was like, yeah, same place, same time. But long story short, do not sell your plasma unless you have to. And usually the starter deal is the best and just call it quits after that. Um, there's only a couple more things that I'm going to talk about, especially just because I don't know how particularly interesting this podcast has been. It just feels good to be back in the swing of things. I don't know how fast or how soon I will upload another one. It's just I wanted to do this just because I didn't want to not. I felt like it's become too much of a, a part of me to just give up. And I have considered not doing the podcast anymore. I considered hanging my hat and walking out and just sealing up shop. But I don't know. That's just... I still have my dreams and aspirations that I did whenever I was still a freshman in college and a freshman in high school. I've never really quit doing what I want to do with what I want to do in life. It's just been a little difficult getting from point A to point B, but that doesn't mean I'm ever going to quit. And for the first time in a little while, not a humongous amount of time, but I... I have my hope. I have my determination. And don't get me wrong, I'm going to goof off. I'm going to screw up. But I feel that hope that I had that summer, the summer tried to get rid of, but it's back in me. I can feel it. It's like a little light and with a little can of Diet Coke with a glint on it. And it feels pretty good. And I've just missed this feeling that I've had for a while. But the uh, only other things that I've noticed is after coming back to campus I don't think people understand how you have an impact on others and I think this goes for just about everybody in life but there was an individual I was walking from something to work or I was dropping off a package at the other side of campus so I was walking and there was somebody with a disability I won't mention what but they were crying and uh, a couple people just walked straight past them, and some more. And I'm pretty sure they were university students, but they were working. And I can't imagine they were terribly busy. But uh, And I won't say what happened afterwards, but uh, just keep your eyes peeled. Because there will be people around you that need you, and they're not going to be able to communicate that to you. And just try to be perceptive. But the person that uh, I saw and I interacted with, they were better shortly afterwards. But uh, it's kind of a shame to see two able-bodied individuals walk by and not offer any help. And I was just, it's been eating at me just because I think about it every once in a while. And... Like, you always hear about that old saying about, oh, there was this girl that passed away in a, or was, like, injured in a busy city, and nobody stopped to help her because everybody else thought they were going to help her, and she passed away. Like, you always hear that, and he's like, I would never do that. I'm a good person. And, yeah, you, I bet you are listening to this. And I do not doubt that. It's just, it is easy to be a good person whenever you feel that you're being a good person. 
but whenever you're preoccupied with life, it definitely gets a lot harder. And I can tell you, I have failed miserably at being a good person whenever life has gotten harder. I've tried, and I still try. But uh, all I ask of you, my fellow listener and pursuer of the happiness, is to uh, just keep your eyes peeled because there are a bunch of humans out there that are human and they're going to need help and they're going to get in trouble. And you will have the faculties to help them. I'm not saying spend your uh, life allowance and take a mortgage out, nothing like that. But you'd be surprised the impact you can make on a person in a day if you made the attempt. Um, Other than that, I don't think there is too much that I can really belt out there because I'm obviously the smartest person around. That is a joke. I am nothing but a 20-year-old boy trying to be a man, all that fun stuff. And uh, I just want to say thank you. I hope this was somewhat enjoyable. I will try to do something in the near future. I'm going home for the first time in a long time. uh, Since school started at least. And uh, it is, I believe, Friday, September 18th. And I know people have been tuning in and listening to older podcasts in the past. And hopefully... You will not be afraid to listen to a new one, and hopefully you got this far, but please leave a comment, rating, like on iTunes, Spotify, or SoundCloud. I don't think I'm going to expand it anytime soon, but uh, if I do, you obviously will be the first to know, and I can't wait to see you physically distance, or eventually, hopefully just a hug, like, hey, what up? But just stay safe. Uh, Don't get anything and try to be the best person that you can be and pursue your happiness. Thank you, and I hope you have a great day.